This is, no, this is the Media Majors podcast. Stop singing. Stop singing with the feet. This is Media Majors. I'm Liam Senior. This is Tom Lockney. Tom, Jesus Christ. This is the, this is the, this is the theme. This is going to be the theme of the podcast, and you are singing over it. Never this is Media Majors. Hello, and welcome to Meteora Majors, the premier Linkin Park podcast. Yep, everybody's favorite Linkin Park fan cast. We've yeah, got... Come on, Tom, Where where is your Linkin Park fan cast voice? Crawling in my skin! That's what I'm talking about. There you go. Linkin Park. Did you know that the lead singer of Linkin Park starred in a Saw movie? Or didn't star, but appeared in a Saw movie? That's right, Tom. Did you also know that he was the lead singer stand-in for Alice in Chains after their... Le- no, not sorry, not Alice in Chains... He was the uh, lead singer replacement for Stone Temple Pilots after Scott Stapp died. That is completely unsurprising. Liam, God, what is this podcast actually about? Uh, hi, this is my real voice. And this is my douchebag voice. Hey, we both got one. Every white guy's got one deep inside of them. They've all got douchebag voices. This is a podcast about major media. My name's Liam Sr., and I tell stories about movies and televisions. Uh, and my name is Tom Lockney, and I tell stories from video games and internet culture. Liam, I believe you're starting us off. So, The Wizard of Oz is a 1939 fantasy film directed by Victor Fleming that everyone likes, except for me. So I'm going to try a new segment, or a new type of story, where basically, mm-hmm. instead of telling a whole narrative about The Wizard of Oz, because there wasn't one that I could find that was, like, podcast-worthy, yeah, um, I'm going to ruin it with facts about production. Ooh, okay, cool. All right. So this is a new segment I call, we'll start calling Liam Ruins, and then it'll be whatever movie I'm going to ruin. Mm. So these are 11 facts that will ruin the Wizard of Oz for all of us because fuck everything. I can't As, wait for our podcast to get picked up by Cracked.com. Yeah, seriously. Fester on my negativity, and these aren't really in any order per se. Mm. Number one, they covered all the horses in colored jello powder. So that sounds normal, right? Except Well, Jellos, fun fact, made out of horse bones. And guess what the horses kept doing to the jello powder? Eating it and licking it. Eating it and licking it. (laughs) Fuck, I'm so horny right now, Liam. Jesus. (laughs) I'm turned on by one thing and one thing alone, and that is horse Horse cannibalism. cannibalism. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't fucking... (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) I'm sorry. For what, your crimes against humanity? Or... I just think it's so funny that Jello's made out of horse bones. Yeah. That's so specific. It's very, how did they find it? Who was the first person to be like, well, what are we going to do with all these horse bones? <laughs> uh, we could we could shave them down. Well, we're not going to bury. We're not going to bury Seabiscuit. I got, I got these green apple preserves. <laughs> and I have a fun idea. Human beings are fucking weird. This is true. Number two, the first Tin Man, the Beverly Hillbillies, Buddy Epson, nearly died from an allergic reaction to the makeup and from inhaling so much aluminum. Oh my god, did they use, like, real aluminum paint? Aluminum powder and paint, yes. Holy shit. 
The second and actual Tin Man, Jack Ailey, got an eye infection from the makeup, but powered through. Number three. Burt Lors, the cowardly lion costume, weighed almost 100 pounds and was made with real lion pelt. Fucking amazing. <laughs> I love how don't give a fuck old, like, old movies and shit were with their props. Like how, oh, for Dune, the the outfits were made out of, ju- like, used body bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking incredible. And all the walls are made out of condoms and shit. Oh, my God. Number four, this one's probably my favorite. Maybe second favorite. Toto was paid $125 a week, which was more than many of the Munchkin actors' uh, pay rates. Ah, classic. The dog was paid more than the Little People actors. Actually, you can answer a question of mine. How does animal payment work in films? Does it go to the owner? Okay. And I saw articles that said she was making anywhere from $125 to 500 pounds a week, which was over, like, 200% more than what the the munchkins were making. Oh, my God. Speaking of which, only two of the munchkins actually had speaking parts. <laughs> Number five, professional singers and voice actors dubbed all of the others. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Did they? Oh, that's, I mean, like, not surprising, but also fucked up. Number six. The witches' slaves called the Winkies, the flying monkeys, the costumes were so heavy, were so, sorry, were made of such heavy felt that a lot of them nearly died from heat stroke. Oh my god. (laughs) Number seven, the Wicked Witch's makeup was so toxic, actress Margaret Hamilton lived on a liquid diet to avoid accidental ingestion. Her face stayed green for weeks after shooting finished due to the copper-based ingredients. I guess you could say that she was melting. A Number eight. <laughs> that one did not strike Liam well. It's rumored that one of the munchkins committed suicide by hanging, and the body can be seen swinging in the background during one scene in the movie. Fuck you, no way. Many no, dismiss no, 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 no. it. Many dismiss it, blaming the odd shadow on a bird, since there were several wild animals on loan from the L.A. Zoo to create a realistic woodland setting. But you and I know the truth, Tom. Number nine, my favorite, and the weirdest. Tales of drunken dwarf lovins and an unholy assembly of pimps, hookers, and gamblers emerged from the Culver Hotel, where many of the actors had stayed during filming. Apparently, all the little people who worked on the film would throw crazy orgies every night. Dude, fu- like, why the fuck not? Hell yeah. Dude, if I was, if I was working on a film, I would also hold crazy, crazy orgies every night. Hey, we're all in the set of... Shoot him up. Let's all fuck. It gets worse, Tom. After oh, the God. movie was finished, producer Mervyn Leroy recalled they had orgies in the hotel and we had to pol- and we had to have police on every floor. He admitted to make a picture like that, like the Wizard of Oz, everybody had to be a little drunk with imagination. Star Judy Garland went on a date with one of the most randy of dwarves, accompanied by her mom because she was only seventeen. Which only prompted oh Jesus Christ! Which only prompted the Lothario to quit. Fair enough, two broads for the p- price of one. <sighs> By the time filming was over, Garland had seen enough of the Munchkins' unsavory, amorous antics to go right off the idea of anything like a relationship. She said, and I quote: "They were drunks. They got smashed every night, and the police used to scoop them up in butterfly nets." <laughs> what the fuck? The film's makeup artist Jack Doss, Jack Don recalled how one German dwarf who called himself the Count had to be rescued from a toilet bowl. 
He said, you had to watch them all the time. Once, when he went was due on set, he went missing. When they heard whining from the men's room, he had gotten plastered during lunch and fallen in the toilet and could not get out. Dude, if I was if I was getting paid less than a dog, yeah, there's no right? fucking way that I would take a movie seriously. I would, yeah, I would be like, yeah, I'm just gonna go. You get fucking wasted every day. Fuck these people. And apparently, Bert Lahr said that they brandished knives and Austin often would fight and had passions for larger personal passions for larger personnel i guess that means they like assaulted people so that's fun number 10 judy garland had to wear a corset in order to appear more childlike in her role as dorothy even though she was 16 when they made the movie Mm. and the worst one number 11 judy garland had a major giggle fit during the scene where she slaps the cowardly lion and in order to snap her out of it victor fleming took her aside and slapped her in the face and said now go to work and they filmed the tape Holy shit. And that is why The Wizard of Oz is actually a bad movie. Mm. Uh, welcome to the Sponsortorium. Today's sponsor is Tom. What's the number one problem with Chia Pets? Too much pubic hair. Close. Not <laughs> enough. You can't eat them without them growing inside. Okay, also sorry. not it. What are you... <laughs> You are absolutely incorrect in your care of the Chia Pets. And I'm going to put you on a Chia Pet watch list if you're not careful. Listen, I like to vore my Chia Pets. Don't kink shame me. I will I will always kink shame you, Tom <laughs> Walking. Anyways, the problem with Chia Pets is they aren't depictions of, the, of uh, Buddhist deity Buddha doing rude and crude positions. Are, this week we're sponsored by Rude Buddha statues. They're Chia Pet-like statues of a Buddha. Maybe he's flipping you off. Maybe he's like, oops, I farted. Maybe he's, you know, air humping and he's just having a ball. Maybe he's like pissing on the Bill of Rights. Uh, whatever he's doing, you can make a plant out of it. And you know, Tom... Is there anything you'd like more to say about Rude Buddha? <laughs> I don't know how much more there is to say, Liam. The Rude Buddha will crotch chop if you wish. You can get a, a uh, enter the code media majors and you can get a positionable Rude Buddha. And so you can position him to your liking like your, your um, offensive little marionette. Buddhist monk, more like Buddhist punk. That's what people are going to say when they see your Rude Buddha statues. Yep, it should be also noted that Rude Buddha, not created by Buddhists. Nope, uh, this created is, this by is... Rastafarian white dudes. Yep, <laughs> horribly offensive and, and just the worst. Enter media majors and will deny that we ever did this commercial. Yep, Liam. Yep. <laughs> it's time for my story. Lay it on me, brother. The year is 2007, and a group of bright young scholars have just graduated from Milton Academy, a Massachusetts high school. Oh, lame. One such young scholar, though perhaps I believe you bright, mean scholar, because they were from Massachusetts. One such young scholar, though scholar. perhaps less bright, has been accepted into Claremont McKenna College. Perfect. His name is Charles C. Johnson. That means nothing to me. Notorious online abuser and all-around poor journalist what? currently runs gotnews.fuckhim. Wait, he got a dot fuck him? 
I know, it was crazy. It's the last one. Um, Chuck The is last back of in... the fuckimkins? <laughs> Chuck is back in the news for pooling a bounty for the identity and life of the Antifa who punched Richard Spencer in the popular meme video that's going around. It's the best thing ever. You know what? Okay, memes can be good. Terrible. This meme is still dehumanizing as fuck, but it's dehumanizing a Nazi. And you know what? That's Media good. majors can get behind that. Media majors is pro-Nazi punching. Yep. Sh- I'm sure listeners are shocked. Uh- Shocked that two very left leftists are pro-Nazi. Shocked have that seen this a coming. Marxist and a Jew are pro-Nazi punches. <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna. I'm taking. I'm. I'm pulling some images to send you. Oh, that guy! I know that guy. I know who this um, gingered dirtbag is. This. Uh, this. Uh, how do I explain what he looks like? Um. Sort of like a virgin. Like the everlasting <laughs> virgin. Like if a gobstopper was a dude and a virgin. Like a white dude virgin. Uh, for Yeah, for anybody who's not aware, Google him. He's very distinctive from his uh, bright red hair. And he's got a, he's got a, I, he's got a real Ted Cruz face going on. Oh, fuck, no way. Hang on a second. This dude looks like fucking Ted Cruz. He looks like if Ted Cruz dyed his goddamn hair red. Okay, yeah, and there gained, you go. Gained a bunch of weight. Look at that. Look at those last two photos and tell me that does not look fu- like fucking Ted Cruz. I agree Holy with shit. you before you sent me the Ted Cruz photo. <laughs> okay, everybody. I do not know why you are yelling at me. Everybody, picture in your minds Ted Cruz if he dyed his hair super duper red. If and he got had a that, little like, chubbier. Yeah, um, and that's Charles C. Johnson. This is not the first time he's put out a bounty on somebody's life. Uh, he, he, on Twitter, posted that he wanted to, quote, take out uh, Black Lives Matter activist DeRay uh, McKesson, and he was banned for this. One of the few times that Twitter has gotten off their fucking high knees to do some shit about harassment. A few other journalistic catastrophes he's engineered include falsely accusing U.S. Senator Bob Menendez of soliciting soliciting underage prostitutes, even though there was no evidence at all. And the few women who gave testimony later, uh, it was revealed that they had been paid by a lawyer to say these things. Um, Claiming, despite overwhelming... All life for money. (laughs) Claiming, despite overwhelming evidence to the contrary, that Newark Mayor Cory Booker never lived in Newark. Um, right? Reporting on a satirical piece. Who is he piece. doing this for? What a weird, obscure, esoteric numbskull. Uh, reporting on a satirical piece as fact. Uh, he, he's, he's the person who reads The Onion and thinks it's real. The piece in question was a joke that a uh, New York Times reporter had been arrested for exhibitionism. exhibitionism. Um, and during the events of Ferguson, uh, Missouri. Missouri? Missouri. Yep. During the events of Ferguson, Missouri, uh, he published the home addresses of two New York Times reporter reporters um, claiming uh, that they had published the known addresses of police officer Darren Wilson, uh, which they did not do. It's ironic because he looks like Ferguson from Clarissa Explains It All, who was quite a turd 
much like this guy is in real life. Turd Ferguson being a nickname for Burt Reynolds. Well, Liam, I'm glad you brought up turds because the thing that he perhaps should be best known for occurred during either his freshman or sophomore year at Claire at Clement McKenna College. Clement McKenna College. I'm a scholar. My favorite film is Spotlight. In either 2009 or 2010, students on the seventh floor of the Sturk Dormitory awoke to continue their journey of knowledge, only to find a pile of poop in the middle of the dormitory floor. Hmm. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. Said hey. someone. Charles C. Johnson is blamed as uh, he's the one who first reports on the matter and also apparently because he's not well-liked at the college. He's known for often posting self-absorbed pieces about conspiracies against him, college-wide community conspiracies. This comes from comments made seven years before the date of this recording, uh, comments made in the forums of the CMC uh, room drawing forum for that particular year. Amazing. Literally, it's amazing. I, I found um, the forum comments from seven years ago where some dude is like, fuck you, Charles. We all paid because you shit on the floor. And he, of course, says, that never happened. I didn't. I had nothing to do with that. Sorry, I'm trying to look for what the system in your body is called for the pooping part of your butt, and I was gonna, I thought it was like ex- bowel. No, 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 it's like a name for the system, and I can't remember if it's the excrematory system because I was gonna say excrementary, my dear Watson, to compliment my no shit Sherlock joke from earlier, but uh, it seems the time has passed, and I've explained the joke. <laughs> Uh, So Chuck vehemently denies any involvement beyond his report, but the blame sticks, uh, you know, like shit. Boo. Uh, One Gawker commenter, because Gawker Gawker reports on this. There we go. Gawker's the first website to report on this. Ah, I love this. Gawker puts out the call for old classmates, one of which says, quote, or one of whom replies and says, quote, I started two years after him, so I wasn't there since he did it as a freshman or sophomore, but the upperclassmen talked about it regularly, and it was an undisputed fact that he did it. Multiple people talked about it in great detail. This is uh, brackets confirmed by another com- commenter, end bracket, on the school's paper slash website, the cmcforum.com. That's, that's the one that I visited. Charles B. Johnson, and the B stands for butt bowel. Hey, there you go. Charles Bowel Johnson. More like Charles Jowl Johnson, because he's got big old flappy droopy dog Are you doing a joke off of a joke? I think I am. You leave your postmodern shit at the door. Uh, Another commenter, however, introduces some heavy doubts into the validity of the story, saying, quote, I have heartbreaking news, team. There was never any proof that he actually was the one who pooped on the floor. Someone did poop on the floor, and just to sort of troll the Mountain King himself, people started posting that he pooped. I would like to state that Mountain King is capitalized, and I think that that might have been a legit, like, fuck you nickname that they gave him. Continued quote. It was one of those things no one could prove or disprove. It started as a joke, but it sort of morphed into an apocryphal origin story. 
And there is a sort of poetic justice in tarring the biggest shit on campus with that fecal crime. But alas, it's not really true. I still believe. Well, here's the thing. During my research, I was so thrilled and I was like, oh, this fucking asshole like pooped on the floor of his dorm. But then as, as, as my research continued, I thought, well, you know, there's not a lot of proof and... If this guy is a fucking scumbag who has done some really garbage shit in his life, but this seems like one of those things that, like, maybe somebody just, like, like the poop happened and everybody was like, fuck this guy. Like, well, shit yeah. happens, Tom. Hey, Stop aing the punchlines. I was so excited for all the poop puns that we were going to make. That's a really shitty attitude, Tom. <sighs> now, so technically we will never know if it's true or false but interestingly enough chuck changes his story in an exclusive interview johnson tells the mirror something new something different from what he's told before because prior to this moment he's like i said vehemently denied diarrhea of a sad white man he tells the mirror quote i discovered the shit (laughs) evidently his friend was the shitter Quote, I walked in and he was sweating profusely, lying in a pile of his own shit. Liar. Continued quote, I basically helped him get cleaned off. Liar. Um, he said that his friend may have been intoxicated, but that he honestly was not sure. Liar. Hey, if somebody is in a, is in a pile of their own shit, they're fucking intoxicated, idiot. Yeah, like either either they are in like serious medical trouble, or they're fucking drunk as hell, or they're having a poopy party. What's the scoop, Tom? Though he... Yeah! Um, So, though he has thrown leagues of good people under the bus for his personal gain, he refuses to do so with his anonymous friend. Well, Tom, mum's the turd. Fuck you. You're in New York City right now. The second we're done recording this podcast, I'm driving to New York, and I'm going to fucking fight you. I've been sitting on that one for five minutes. It's been roiling. Wait, it's just been, I've been turtling it. Just been holding it in, Tom, holding it in. I'm going to fucking punch you in the jaw (laughs) next time. It's your fault. It's your fault. Quote, I could very easily expose the entire situation. Um, But since he's such a good guy, he's not going to. Tom, I'm just doing it for shits and giggles. And so... The seventh story shit slick shall remain a mystery for time immemorium. Um, legit, I like did not think that he did it until he gave that bogus interview. It was definitely him. Oh yeah, like like that that whole thing because he has a long history of of coming up with like whack ass bullshit. Um, there's that that interview continues where he's like, yeah, one time I got super drunk and I woke up. And this hooker was taking care of me, and it was like, dude, fuck you. You've, like, never... Uh, there, I've read a bunch you about him. you got to be skidding me. Shaking with rage. <laughs> Shaking with rage. I fucking knew you were going to do this. Listen, Tom, I'm just saying, this story is a real is a really new splatagory for you. Hang on, hey, you know what? Hang on, listeners. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be right back. I have to go take. A, I'm gonna go take a drink. <laughs> Excuse me. I know we're almost done with this fucking garbage podcast 
this fucking horrible outlet. Poops, I did it monster. again. Oh, I can't fucking hear you. I've turned the headphones off. They're off my fucking head, people. This is just me to you now. This is just me to you now. I'm just angry. I'm just mad. And, um... Oh, he just fucking typed something into the Skype chat. I'm out. I'm fucking out. Later. Episode over. Episode done. <laughs> Uh, feels good. Feels good. And that's our show, everybody. My name has been Tom Lockney. Um, his name, his name is Liam Liam Senior. Listen, if I hand you a gun, I don't expect you to fucking shoot me with it. <laughs> Liam. Fault. Thank you for listening to our awful, awful podcast. Um, this platform for garbage. Shit mountain. Go to our, the, are we really dead? Is that the end of the story? He definitely I, did the poops. I, I think he did it. I, I, like, legit, I did not think that he did until I read that interview and I was like, oh, he's fucking lying and he yeah, totally did this. Liar. So, you know what? This is one of those, it's been a while since we've seen our friend, allegedly. Hey, honey, it's been a minute. Um, so this is all allegedly because he fucking, like, sued Gawker for 66 million. Um, did not. That did not pan out for him. Probably also because Gawker's been dissolved. Anyways, thank you for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Show. Um, Check out our plugs section on the website mediamagerscast.com if it you're is interested. All the, it is all the information there if you want to submit stories or corrections. Uh, just let us know. Yeah. All right. Love you guys. We'll be there for you. We'll Bye. be there for you. Bye.